To live impeccably means to live without sin, but let's face it, we all fall short. However, a life of constantly missing the mark is where we find the chaos, the dysfunction, and we forego all of our results. I am your host, Amanda DiNardo, and I created this podcast as a safe space for you to begin this beautiful quest to live, learn, and lead a simply impeccable life. Hello, hello, my Simply Impeccable listeners. Welcome back to another episode. (sighs) Listen, y'all, I've been feeling like super blah lately. (laughs) And we're feeling beings, and it's really, really important for us to feel feelings. So I'm feeling them. But let's just talk about the fact that I'm going to be 38 years old, and I am like legit feeling my hormones way more than I ever have. Like the week before my period, maybe TMI, sorry ladies. Um, my lows are just that much lower. My impatience increases. Like, you know, when you get like so frustrated with your period, when you like can't even open a bottle cap and it becomes like a major issue (laughs) because your patience is like so thin, like, Oh my gosh, good thing it's only like one day, but I just remember my mom in her 40s being cuckoo. So I am just like very much aware of that. So I've been eating like so much more protein lately and obviously, you know, eating clean with lots of veggies and I've been drinking all my tea with the magnesium, all the things. So I've been like really trying to hone in on that and I do feel so much better, but yeah still feeling a little bit of the blondness. So I like to keep it real. That's why I'm sharing that with you because we are all human having the 50-50 good and bad experience. The high days, the low days, the high moments, the low moments, the high experiences and the low experiences, all of the things that are just coming into our reality. So if this is you today, I'm with you sister and it's going to be okay and nothing has gone wrong. Nope. Nothing has gone wrong. We're just human, having a human experience. And I want to create an opportunity for you all listening to create the most out of your human experience by the tools and knowledge and teachings here on the podcast. So let's dive in. Oh, there's an airplane flying over right now. And the other night I watched this crazy movie with my husband. I'm, I don't watch Netflix, but we watched this do- documentary. No, it was like a movie, Julia Roberts, the world, something about the world ending, essentially us having a cyber attack. I'm like, why are we watching this before bed? Why? Why? And of course it sucks you in. So I'm like, <laughs> so I didn't go to bed till later. So that's probably one of another, you know, one of the other contributing factors it's all connected, right? Mind, body, spirit. Anyways, the next night, (laughs) there's this helicopter flying over our house so loud. I jumped out of bed. My husband's dying laughing at me because, you know, based on that movie we watched the night before, there was just some like intense scenes. And um, I don't know why the helicopter was seemed connected to that, but it did. So anyways, what I want to talk about today is a having a purified identity. I was thinking about this. 
I think, I think a lot. I think a lot. I reflect a lot. I get curious a lot. I think it's super valuable. I enjoy my reflection time. I enjoy my quiet time where I can get curious about my thoughts. I think it's really, really important. I don't think we give that to ourselves enough, but I was thinking about this the other day and I think about it a lot because, you know, while I'm fully engaged in the coaching work as it relates to managing my thoughts and and taking that consistent product productive action that aligns to my goals and to my values, I can never teach or offer to someone else like the deepest, deepest of work in terms of laying down your life, laying down that identity, laying down your children, laying down your marriage, laying down your goals, laying down your identity and leaving it at the mercy of God's feet, leaving it at the mercy of God's feet, at the mercy of God's hands, at the mercy of his work in his favor, right? I think our identities have become such a major factor in the chaos that we see in our world because essentially what it is is ego. I teach a lot about this. You can call it whatever you want. I talk about it just being any part of our identity, any part of our self-concept, anything, any characteristic that we identify with. And when we lead from this place, it can create a lot of chaos. I have a lot of funny stories from my own experience of leading from identity, leading from that ego identification, leading from all of these labels, these roles, and how it really has wreaked havoc in so so many areas of my life. Thank God I have the awareness of that so I can shift and repent and change my actions and show up differently. But we we can lay down our identity today. You can lay down the mom identity. You can lay down the athlete identity. You can lay down the funny identity. You can lay down the the teacher, the leader, the engineer identity, right? Our roles, everything that our cultural backgrounds, our religion, all of these ways that we identify can really create a lot of chaos in our lives. So I just want to take a moment to explain what identity is, right? It's 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 also referred to again ego and I think about when we think about ego, right away our brain defaults to that negative place. We associate ego with kind of negative behaviors, negative energy, all of that, right? But it's also referred to as self-concept, that sense of self that often guides your judgment that sense of self that influences how you show up in the world, your temperament, your behavior. This sense of identity is who you believe that you are. And it's pretty multifaceted. It's pretty diverse. It can encompass a lot of things like your perception of your values, your perception of who you are in terms of your personality, your perception in terms of who you sh- who you are in the context of your relationships, who other people are around you in the context of your relationships, right? All of these identities all the hats we wear, all the roles we would play, all of the things that we put on. And I, I use this example often, like becoming a new mom for the first time, like that identity you put on pretty instantly after you give birth. It is new, it is changed, but right away you put on that hat and you step into that identity and it becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of the lens that you are looking through. And again, it serves us and we're meant to step into multi-faceted, multi-dimensional, multi-layers, multi-levels of identity throughout our lives. It's when we get so attached to the identity and when we lead from the identity that we can find a lot of chaos. 
So today I am calling you to surrender yourself, to surrender ourselves, to surrender that identity, to make it pure. That purified identity is to remove the bad substances. It's to stop leading from the ego identity. It's to start leading from that true, true identity. And listen, while I'm sharing all of this, I'm reflecting myself. Like I totally fall short in this place. Like I am hanging on to my mom identity, to my wife identity, to my youthful and beautiful identity. And I don't say that from a boastful place. I just like being young. I don't want to get old. <laughs> as I, I want to hang on to these as long as I can. So yes, there's some vanity there for sure. There's some ego there for sure. There's some security in wife, mom, right? Because that's who I know. That's what I know right now. I didn't know this 10 years ago before I had my daughter being a mom, but now I do. And I don't want to let that go. And I I don't have to let it go per se. It's just how we lead and how we show up in those identities. So I want you to purify your identity. When I really do need to embrace aging someday, and that smacks me right between the eyeballs, I will be ready to let that identity go. It might be painful here and there, but for the most part, I will be able to let that go. When my kids grow up and leave me someday and, and like, don't call me for weeks on end, please God, <laughs> like I get that. They are going to leave. I cannot be clinging onto the mom identity for dear life. Women and men alike cling to their, these identities so strongly what they've chosen to believe about themselves, their role, and they hang on to it for dear life and it creates so much chaos. So I've used this example before as well. You think about NFL players, right? Or, you know, any kind of major league athlete who has dedicated a lifetime to their sports. When that time comes where they're aging out of their sport, where their body's literally aching, there's a reality that that identity of being an athlete needs to face. And then what happens is you step out of that identity. You you put your boots down, you take off the cleats, you take off the, the, the armor, you put, put down the mask, if you will, right? And people have a very hard time. There's a serious sense of cognitive dissonance that shows up. It's like, I didn't want to get rid of that identity. I didn't want to shed that skin. It feels so uncomfortable there's always going to be something on the other side of the identity that we put down. If we put down the mom identity, there's likely going to be another identity that shows up that we have to embrace, that we have to move through, that we have to kind of, again, step into that discomfort. So I want to explain kind of what this looks like just from the dysfunctional, chaotic place when we lead from ego. And I'm going to, I'm calling it ego, but when we lead from that impure identity, there's this woman that is a fitness coach and I watch her show up. She's a business owner and you can tell that her fitness career and being a business owner is very much part of her identity. Great. However, when things are not going the way she wants them to go in, in the fitness coaching space, being a business owner, not seeing the sales, not seeing the, 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 the clients, right? There's a lot of passive aggressive shaming that's happening like on the internet (laughs) on her page. And I get it. I'm not condemning. I'm not judging, but it's ick, right? 
like maybe it's time to lay down that identity. Maybe if your business isn't thriving, there's obviously some levers you could be turning. There's other things that you could be doing to get new results. Likely that includes engaging in different behaviors, different actions that feel uncomfortable, that feel new. But sometimes we have to lay down that identity and put on a new skin, put on a new identity. And that's what we're called to do over and over and over again in this temporal life, in this physical world. I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends about this, about growing. And, you know, I think when you're someone who's always looking to evolve and you get that and you get the thought work and, and you desire growth and, and growth has felt good to you. And maybe that's an identity. Like I'm someone who's always evolving, right? You can chase growth all the time, right? But life is going to throw plenty of opportunities for you to grow, for you to have no choice, but to put down your current identity to then step into a new identity. If you don't know who you would be without the mom identity, and I watch this so often with women, they've seriously like dug their heels into the mom identity so hard that they've literally created chaos for their children by taking away discomfort for their kids. Like we hear about helicopter moms, right? Like bulldozer moms. These moms that are so ingrained and like have their, their heels dug into that identity so strongly, it creates chaos because we're overcompensating for our children. We're, we're making decisions for our children. We're taking away their confidence. Or we're so latched onto that that we don't allow our kids to be independent little beings. We, we, we put our stuff on our kids. When, when you're latched onto that identity, your CEO identity, your wife identity, your competitive identity, whatever it is, your Christian identity, your Muslim identity, your, your Jewish identity, right? Your Italian identity. And you've placed so much value in that. If you don't know who you would be, if you had to let that go of that identity, like if you literally don't know who you would be, how you would even get out of bed in the morning. And I'm not saying like your identity of being a mom is going to be stripped away from you because your children are going to, God forbid, like have something terrible happen to them. No, I'm just saying these are the seasons of life. When that season has come to an end and you essentially, again, like, If your children are around forever, yes, that mom identity will exist. I understand that this is a little bit more complex in all the facets of being a mom and and living a life of having children, right? But when the time comes, when that season comes where your mom identity can't operate the way it has been (laughs) because your children are grown and gone, if you don't know who you would be without that, you've placed way too much value into that. That's become an idol for you. I truly believe, and this is my opinion, but I've seen it. I've seen it in my own life. I think you've all seen it. If you've gotten to the age of 30, 40 years old, every identity has an expiration date. Who you are in this moment today is what's most important. And I think that's where when we we stay there, we stay in that pure identity. We stay in the present moment. We're not projecting our identity into the future. We're not so anchored in that current identity as it relates to, you know, engaging in some of the controlling behavior. So I want you to think about how your identity is A, serving you, 
and B, how it's creating dysfunction for you. I want you to list out all of the identities, all the ways you identify. You can even like procrastinator. Obviously that's going to be an identity that maybe has served you. Maybe procrastinating on a decision has allowed you to, you know, really, really get more clear. Maybe you're, you know, because you're a procrastinator, you're, you're a little bit more patient with people. Like there might be some value in that, but I'm sure you could list all the reasons why that, that procrastinator identity creates some chaos for you. So I want you to list down like your top five identities And I want you to purify them. I want you to get clear on how they serve you and how they wreak havoc in your life. And then I want you to think about who you would be without them and what it would mean to release that, to lay that down. So I hope you found value in this. It's just a little food for thought today. These are just some of the things that I like to think about and reflect on. And I think it's really, really important. I teach on this a little bit more in depth when I coach on your impeccable identity inside the impeccable, simply impeccable coaching school. So if you are looking to really enhance your identity, if you are really looking to stop living in the chaos because of all the perceptions and thoughts that your identity creates or the, the, where your identity keeps you stuck because it's on your identity is so unwilling to change. I would love to see you inside the simply impeccable coaching school, but this was so good. I hope this fueled you and served you and gave you some space and clarity around how you want to show up in 2024 in terms of your most impeccable identity, your most purified, not impurified, your most purified identity. Thank you for listening to the Simply Impeccable podcast. To connect with me or to gain access to my transformative coaching, please visit my website, amandadenardo.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at amandadenardocoach. I cannot wait to connect with you, my friend, and support you on this impeccable and incredible journey.